Hey everybody, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up. This is a quick, quick episode. Uh, I get asked a lot about morning routines, evening routines, what you should be doing. And you know what's funny, right? When I when I first started becoming more intentional about personal development and stuff like that, I went out there and read The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and I looked up all these amazing routines and then I started to kind of geek out and study about all the the, the productivity hacks, if you like, that the, um, the great influences in my life were doing, right? At that point in time, I was kind of into Tony Robbins and I was looking at, you know, what does um, Elon Musk do and Richard Branson and all these sort of guys, right? And <laughs> the learning from that experience is that you can kind of geek out too much. And the process of trying to build the most perfect set of routines and habits in your life becomes more important than the actual benefit of doing those things. Okay, now, a lot of entrepreneurs who have been on the journey for a while, I I know that you're listening to this and you are nodding in agreement because you've done it, right? We've all done it. But what I thought I'd do today, super quick, is just summarize really what have been the three most impactful productivity hacks or habits, whatever you want to call it, for me. And I'd go as far as to say that these are now my three non-negotiables. Now, by saying non-negotiable, what I mean is that they're the things that I focus on and I make sure that I prioritize more than anything else. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that every single day I hit these, but more often than not, you know, 80% of the time or more, I am. So I thought I'd share the three of them. Hopefully they are ones that resonate with you. Maybe they are things that you've never heard before and you know what, you want to give them a go. But I'm going to explain what they are and then I'm going to contextualize the impact, if you like, that they've had on my productivity and my ability to get stuff done, which is just to say something that I pride myself on. And when people come to me and say, oh, listen, how many businesses have you got? And right now, if I if I include the investments that we have, it's about 13 separate businesses. Okay, so you could argue that's 13 different uh, lines of income or multiple income streams, as it's sometimes called. I don't quite think of it like that, but I do have a lot of business interests. So I have to be intentional with my time to be able to serve my clients, to, to build what I'm trying to build, uh, to make a difference. And obviously to be able to provide this sort of content for you guys. Okay, so let's get into it. Number one, what is my first non-negotiable productivity hack? It is sleep. (laughs) Yes, sleep. I'm not joking. This is not a joke, right? It is sleep. It is the best morning routine that you can possibly have. In fact, the best morning routine starts the evening before. Okay, so... Let me just unpack this a little bit and I'll give you how I do it and why and all that sort of stuff. So back in my private equity days, I used to not think sleep was that important. In fact, I used to pride myself on the fact that I might get four or five hours a night and I thought that was almost like a badge of honor. And in that world, in that environment, it kind of can be a little bit. But I soon realized that I was getting tired. I was looking a lot older. If you look at photos of me, you know, a decade ago, I don't look quite as energized as I do now. And that's because I was literally burning the candle at both ends and eventually it caught up with me, okay? These days, I go to bed pretty early. I try to go to sleep around about 10 o'clock at the absolute latest, which means I'm turning off devices, I'm not watching TV, all that sort of thing, anywhere between sort of 9 and 9.30. 
So I like to be ready for bed, ready for sleep, if you like, about 9.30 at night. Fall asleep, actually fall asleep around about 10 o'clock. I normally listen to some sleep music uh, on the Headspace app before I go to bed. And, um, and then I'm out, you know, I'm out. And here's the thing. I don't set an alarm in the morning. My body naturally wakes up around about 5.45, 6 a.m. in that sort of window. And that's the second thing. I'm getting up early, but I'm getting up early not because I have to get up early. I'm getting up when my body is rested and I, you know, I feel great, right? I feel ready to start the day. Now, beforehand, as I said, I was, I was getting less sleep. I was going to bed late, but I was also at the very beginning of my kind of journey here on being more productive. I was also trying to set my alarm at like 4 a.m. and all this sort of thing. And you know, you, you can read about that and there's lots of people who are in this kind of 5 a.m. club and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think that sleep is the most important thing. And the last thing that I do is I measure my sleep. I track it. I use an aura ring. Um, some of you may have heard of that. Other people use Whoop bands or Garmin's or Fitbits. It doesn't really matter what you use. I use an aura ring because I find it to be very, very accurate and it gives me a, a score, if you like, about how ready I am to attack and seize the day. And I do a lot of exercise, do a lot of running, do a lot of gym, and often I'll have some pretty brutal workouts during my day. Sometimes I'll train twice a day in between all the other things I'm doing, and I use the tracking of the Aura Ring to give me that sort of uh, insight as to how, how much I need to be able to do or how much I'm prepared to be able to do in any given day. So even if I get a lot of sleep, but I'm not looking as ready for the day. In other words, my body is still drained. It's still tired from previous stuff that's um, accumulated. Then I'll give myself some grace on any particular day. So the tracking is just there to give me a picture. I'm not religious about it by any stretch, but it absolutely helps um, get this, this idea of sleep properly dialed in. Okay. Now, the next one, the next productivity hack is... No meetings before 12 p.m. Okay, I don't take meetings before 12 p.m. Now, the exception to the rule is if I have clients who need something urgently, then I, I do prioritize my clients. But back to what I said at the very beginning, it's the 80% of the time, you know, versus the 20%, that sort of Pareto principle, I'm not having meetings. And I do that for a couple of reasons. I like to get up early. I like to spend time with my family. I like to go to the gym. I like to get some stuff done before I'm out there meeting people, having conversations, you know, negotiating deals, uh, business development, all of that. And what I found to be true is if that you don't schedule things, you know, where you have to be engaging with people very, very early, you can do stuff that's really important for you. Okay, you can work on your business instead of in your business. You can work on projects that need to get done. So let's say you want to write a book. I'm in the process of doing that. You can schedule that time, right? It's your time. So it's family time, relationships, health, physical, anything that's important to you. And then when I do start to schedule meetings pretty much after lunch, I only have a few meetings per day. And I do work uh, up until about six or seven thereabouts because I'm starting a little bit later and a lot of the people I work with are in a US time zone versus UK. So I sort of adjust my, my working schedule around that. But it's really about six hours of what I'd call diarized work a day, if that, if that, okay? Quite often it's, it's less than that. But when I am working, I'm super productive 
in the zone of what that means. Okay, so so the second one, as I said, you know, a, a non-negotiable productivity hack is no meetings before 12 p.m. is my time. Okay, number three, final one. Now this one is this this took a little bit of time as well because again, back in the private equity days, you kind of just move from from project to project to project to project all the time. It can be relentless, but this is no more no more than five key deliverables in a day, okay? And I time block them. Quite often, it's three. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means if I've got, and I, I think about this in terms of results or outcomes as opposed to an actual thing. So I might be working with a client, there's an outcome to that particular session or meeting, and that will be considered one of the five deliverables. I might have to produce a content um, episode of the podcast like this. That would be one of the key deliverables. I might have to write a chapter of my book. That would be a key deliverable. But I, I make sure I have no more than five and I get them done. Right. The secret to success, <laughs> very simply, is to write down what you would like to accomplish in, a, you know, in a, any particular day and actually do it. Right. Wow, surprise, surprise, right? If you write down what you need to get done or you want to get done and you complete it and you do that continuously, right? It becomes something of consistency. You, you get what you want in life, right? Simple. But the key here is not to do too much, okay? The key here is to set your limits. So quite often it's between three to five things. If I'm feeling super productive on any one day, I lean into that as well. What does that mean? Well, I'll make sure that I get the key tasks, the key results done, and then I might you know, do some other stuff that I feel like doing. But quite often, once the key stuff is done, I'll then work more on personal development. I'll read books. I'll listen to podcasts. I'll go for a really long walk in the forest with my dog, and, you know, and I'm learning as I'm doing that. So it's not that I'm not being productive. I'm just being productive in different ways. And what I've found happens with that is, it's helping me grow. It's helping my mindset. It's helping to me to relax. Sometimes I'll do some additional exercise, but I'm not overstressing myself trying to get too much done in any given day. And within that, like obviously we're talking about time blocking in a day here, but I do the same thing in a week. I make sure I'm clear on the outcomes for a week and then I make sure they're scheduled as well. And then I continue to do that, you know, over the course of a month. And as a lot of you know, I work in what is called a 90 day cadence and I uh, advise all my clients to work in the same way because I think it's the most productive way to run a business. You know, you're working on a 12-week cycle and everything works back from that. Okay, so interesting one today. I have shared, I think previously, different types of routines. I've talked about my morning routine. I hope for the long-time listeners of Scale Up Your Business and Scale Up that you've seen that I'm constantly evolving myself. I'm constantly growing. So some of the things that worked two years ago when I started the podcast have changed. They've evolved as well. But just to summarize, here are my three non-negotiable productivity hacks. Okay, give them a try. Give them a try. See if they work for you. Number one, sleep. The best daily routine you can have. It's the best morning routine. Go to bed, right, and get sleep. Get up early. Don't set an alarm clock, right? Awesome. Try that out. It, it's changed my life. It's my number one. Number two, no meetings before 12 p.m. That is your time. Okay. If that can work for you, if you can make that work for you, it doesn't have to be before 12. Maybe it's a different time of the day, but make sure you have that time. But for me, I have the mornings for myself. Last one, no more than five key deliverables or outcomes in a day and time block them. If you have the ability to do more and you feel like it, great. Great. But make sure you don't fill your diary with 
lots of things that overwhelm you or are other people's projects and plans that aren't going to serve you because that's the stuff that's going to over time burn you out and make you overwhelmed, stressed, all of the stuff that we don't want you in. We don't want you in that state because we want you to be as absolutely focused on creating the life and the business that you deserve. Okay, that is it for today. I hope you have found that useful. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.